from pod617.com, the Boston Podcast Network. It's the Josh JP philosophy. So here they are, Josh Cohen and JP Plunkett. So guys, welcome to your show. How are you? Josh, how are you? Dave, I'm doing great, buddy. Good. JP, how are you holding up? How's your pandemic? Fantastic. Here in um, the world headquarters of Red Dome and Adams Village, Dorchester. Good afternoon. All right. Excellent. So on this show, what we do is we talk about topical stuff, stuff that's in the news. We talk about business ethics. We talk about business practices. And then we have some fun. We might even play a a movie clip or two for you. But to start to kick it off, why don't we go right to the news segment? And the the topic I selected, gentlemen, is the obvious one. Governor Baker announcing the plan to reopen Massachusetts. Here's a little bit of how WCVB Channel 5 reported it. Phase one rolls out over the next three weeks. More businesses opening each week. It is a cautious approach, but some say not cautious enough. Open first essential businesses, manufacturing, construction, and churches. Next week, hair and pet grooming, retail at curbside and pot shops, labs and offices reopen at 25% capacity. You'll have more outdoor activities like beaches, parks, fields, and zoos. But it may be another month before restaurants, hotels, and nail salons open under phase two. The governor says it all hinges on declining cases and personal responsibility. People need to be vigilant. They need to be careful. But some say we're moving too fast. The seven-day average um, has been moving in the right direction, but we're not there yet. A group of law- And that was uh, Representative Mike Conley, local politician, that last voice you heard. But guys, you've probably heard it. It's It seems to be a conservative way of rolling out this this come-back-to-work program. But, but what do you guys think? JP, maybe you want to start on this. I, I think it's um, way too conservative. You know, the, the small business community, uh, I would imagine, well, not imagine, I know for, you know, just from speaking to folks, must be close to 100% uh, dissatisfied with the way it's all working. And I, I think that the um, frustration level is percolating at a feverish pitch. Josh, you see it any differently? Uh, no, I, I completely agree with JP. I mean, the fact of the matter is, is that um, you have to balance the economy and uh, obviously the health and welfare of the community at large. That being said, the economy should open again with precautions. You know, I, I, there's, there's so many other aspects to this that are important. Um, the fact of the matter is, there's 300,000 people in the Commonwealth that are employed by restaurants. 20% of those restaurants won't be open come, um, you know, July 1st if the uh, economy s- continues to be shut, which means that's 60,000 people. That's 60,000 unemployed people. That's a big deal. And there's a lot of other ancillary issues, such as domestic violence, uh, such as suicide, uh, you know, drinking and driving that happen as a result of this. So I think, there needs, they, I think they're way too conservative in the way they're opening the economy. I, I also think that, that it's loaded with illogic. Uh, for example, a week from today, offices can quote-unquote reopen, but not in Boston, but everywhere else in Massachusetts, just not in Boston. So what I don't follow is if there's an office in, for example, the Neponset section of Dorchester, which is part of Boston, and then there's an office eight seconds away in North Quincy, 
North Quincy's office can open, but literally a, a crawl away to Boston, you can't open. The left hand isn't talking to the right. Is, is the COVID issue, is there some sort of a wall that blocks it from North Quincy to Neponset? No. Restaurants are open in New Hampshire, but 10 seconds away in the uh, north section of Massachusetts, they're not. I mean, people are going back and forth. People were golfing in Connecticut, not me personally, but people were golfing in Connecticut from Massachusetts several weeks before Mr. Baker let us golf here in Massachusetts. So I, I just don't understand sort of the logic behind it all. I think it's very convoluted. And, you know, one other quick point on this is Major League Baseball is talking about opening up again, and the players can't go in dugouts. They have to sit in the stands and social distance. Yet, when they're on the field, the catcher is one inch behind the batter and the not to mention not to, yeah, not to mention I the don't understand the yeah. logic so why social distance four minutes later but during yeah. that moment in time you're borderline making out with each other it's silly <laughs> well you know it's it, the other the other piece jp get to get back to that and then we'll i guess move on but this whole golfing issue um you know i think i hit refresh on when is massachusetts reopening golf about 10,000 times on my computer in the last month. And, you know, I went out last Friday and a couple people said, oh, yeah, you know, be careful, you know, you know, you're with other people that maybe not have been as restrictive as you have. And sure enough, uh, I, you realize that when you're walking with three friends, you're not even close to them playing golf. And nobody's touching each other's balls, fortunately. Um, and... Nobody's even close to each other, and now the way they have the cups and the holes, it's not a. There's no issue at all, and it's really interesting when you observe that side of it to see, you know what, it's probably okay to golf about a month ago. Guys, should it should it be up to? I mean, um, Josh, your financial advisor, JP, you're in in real estate. In the professional world, should it be up to you guys to decide when your offices? Are open. I mean, do you resent the fact that you can't be counted upon to take proper sanitary procedures, et cetera, et cetera? I, I do. I do. I, I think that um, at the root of it all is is um, some taking away of basic basic liberties. You know, I don't want to get too too deep on that, but it's 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 just an unabashed truth. It almost feels like two hundred and fifty some odd years of progress of, of American growth and, and, and liberties and freedoms uh, halted at the snap of a finger. Now, there's no question there had to be some tweaks. There had to be some, some fast, aggressive tweaks. But the extent that it went to seems rather draconian. It seems uh, unabashedly political. And there are businesses that are never going to open again. There are livelihoods that have been 20, 30 years in the making that are just going to be squashed. Um, I think people are realizing, you know, who had savings, who had depth below them, who wasn't in quote unquote over their skis. It's, it's horrifying. And I think the remnants of this is going to last, last quite a while. It's It's heartbreaking. Some of so there's, there are, yeah, there are, there are already some, some beloved restaurants that are closing 
And I imagine that even once we're back to work, you'll start to hear a trickle of other restaurants closing, realizing that, you know, right. they, they might be able to hit the pause button, but can't sustain it. And I think, ahead, too, Josh. you know, from our, from our, you know, aspect, uh, you know, our office is in Rockland now. Uh, and basically the message was, you know, we could come into the office. We're an essential worker, but my staff was home. So they're working from home. They're safe. There's, this is myself and another guy, and we don't come within 35 feet of each other during the course of a day, let alone six. And, you know, if, if I want to go to a restaurant, I'm probably not going to, but I should be given that opportunity to. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So I think that that, you know, just for your mental sanity, nine weeks is a long time and being, if I had to, if I wasn't an essential worker and didn't have to be in an office, it would have been very difficult for me. So we've got only a couple minutes left in this episode. We want to go to our media moment where I select some random moment from TV, film, or otherwise, and get the the uh, the guy's thoughts on it. So you'll be delighted, Josh Cohen, to know that uh, your hero, Bill Murray, will be featured in this this upcoming clip. It speaks for itself. It's from the the movie Groundhog Day. It happens to be at a moment when. Uh, Phil Connor, the character played by Bill Murray, has uh, new enthusiasm, even though he's repeating the same day over and over again. Here it is. When Chekhov saw the long winter, he saw a winter bleak and dark and bereft of hope. Yet we know that winter is just another step in the cycle of life. But standing here among the people of Punxsutawney and basking in the warmth of their hearths and hearts, I couldn't imagine a better fate than a long and lustrous winter. From Punxsutawney, it's Phil Connors. So long. And he gets a big round of applause, and uh, Chris Elliott, his weird cameraman, runs up to him and says, hey, you moved me, man. So part of the reason why I've been thinking about Groundhog Day, maybe other have too, is obvious during the quarantine our days seem very similar over and over again and it's funny because if you look in the movie he went through phases right he he was at first he became despondent that he was reliving the same day he, <laughs> be, he became suicidal at one point then he decides no i'm gonna do something constructive i'm gonna look on the bright side and he gives that little speech he learns to play piano have you guys experienced any of these phases during the course of the quarantine all of them all of them really yeah no i mean you know i, I tell you i've experienced the mundane routine routine of get up work out grab my stupid salad out of the fridge from the night before <laughs> because i can't eat out um and get in my car listen to my audiobook i'm re- listening to a really good audiobook right now um it's called the vision driven leader by michael hyatt if you're interested go to the office start at 7 30 get home at 6 30 eat dinner with my family watch a movie fortunately the uh Last Dance documentary was on, which I thought was excellent. So we watched that. Mm-hmm. But it's been very mundane. Last Thursday, I kind of hit a wall. And I had a 3 o'clock meeting reschedule. And I literally just sat in my office. And uh, actually, JP, I finished watching the show that you, uh, the, the men who made America great. Oh, it's great. So I, I, I sat in my office for okay. two hours. And I put that on uh, the Netflix. And I watched it. And I'm like, this is great. And I just sat there phone ring i didn't answer it so yeah you hit a wall and then i played golf on friday felt great and got back to work this week so well there are different phases 
and we all have our rhythms and ups and downs. I hit the wall, as you, as you both know, out of the gate. We've been talking about getting a, a podcast going for a while now, and I just had to say I don't have the, the giddy-up. Um, two months ago, I just didn't have it. This hit me real hard the first two, three weeks. Um, really hit me hard. And was it mainly your fear for your, your business? Fear for that, fear for just, you know, uh, my children having their routines interrupted. Um, parents that, you know, were in Florida, sort of lonely, who, who, you know, grinded their way back here and they're healthy as horses. Thank, thank goodness. I, I don't really know. It was sort of everything yeah. and all of the above. And I didn't have the ability to, you know, to hop on cute little Zoom calls with my high school buddies like everybody was doing or, mm -hmm. um, you know, do something cool like this with you guys. I, I really needed some time to sort of figure out where my mind was at. But then all of a sudden, I'm not saying I'm in a great place. None of us are, but we're all going to get to a great place. I hit a pattern and a routine that made me comfortable emotionally. And, you know, in brief um, summary, you know, like Josh, I, I get up, I go to work. I now work out after work. I used to work out before work. For some reason now, I go home. I walk the dog with my wife. We live near a cute little pond in Milton. Boy, the dog's never had a better life. <laughs> the dogs are the winners. Huh? The treadmill, like it's Groundhog Day. I watch the History Channel on the treadmill. <laughs> Damn, this is so great. This is something that never would have happened. My cute little girl, Paige, she's 10. Not every night, but I'd say every two or three nights, we go through a photo album and we look at it. Some of them are hard copy, like pre-2012. 2013 on, we pick a year on my phone and look at videos and, and, and albums. And she's getting a kick out of the nerdy outfits from the 90s and yeah. pictures of her when she was a baby. And, and it's just a lovely way to, I don't want to say kill 20 minutes, but enjoy 20 minutes so well, i think smell the roses because you can i think one thing jp kind of speak to that is you know we've had as you have so many disappointments through our kids i feel more bad i feel worse for my kids than i do for myself um because i still go to work every day and right but you know we missed out on so much you know trip to spring training ncaa tournament the kids baseball seasons i mean what a tough yeah. tough way but you know what? We've had family dinner every single night since this thing started, which we never did before. Um, every night we'd have it occasionally. And we've really spent quality time as, as a family. And, you know, you know, there's, sometimes it gets a little tense in the house with three boys. But it's, Same with the pluckets. <laughs> right? <laughs> it's, been, it's been great, actually, from that point of view. You know, then my, my son and I, he, so Paige is 10, Patrick's 14, and – probably a couple of years too young for this to be appropriate, but we've loosened some of the, um, the rules because of COVID-19 and uh, we've been watching the Godfather movies together. <laughs> and I, it's unbelievable. Uh, we've watched number one twice. We've watched <laughs> two once. We're about to watch number three and on eBay. I didn't know this until now. There's five books to that series, three movies, five books. Well, we're starting a little book club. Nice. And we're talking about it. It's something to do. We're involved with our baseball cards as much, if not more than ever. Uh, we're now golfing together. Um, don't get me wrong. We all want to get back to 
the way it was and, and hopefully and likely we will, but you need to find um, ways to fill in the gaps and it's a bit more of an old fashioned lifestyle as we speak. Great stuff. I'm glad we're ending it on a positive note. So Bill Murray can give the inspirational speech and not the one where he jumps into the tub with a, a live toaster in his hands. So, um, we, uh, we're at our, we're at the close of the show here. Hey gentlemen, what let the viewers know how best to get in touch with you, whether that be email or, or website or what, how about you, Josh? Email address is Joshua dot Cohen, C O H E N at NM.com. And our new website as mm. we're launching our brand. Uh, I can get you in a second. It's brand new. So, JP, go ahead. So, thank you, uh, JP Plunkett with Red Dome Realty and 617-999-4993 is the best phone number. Email Plunkett at r-dome.com. That's P-L-U-N-K-E-T-T at r-dome.com. And then uh, very quickly, the website is r-dome.com and we're very uh, active um, on Twitter. We, we really enjoy getting the word out on the commercial real estate world via Twitter and that's at reddomerealty.com. I also have a personal account that I uh, enjoy talking about baseball, classic rock and the like mm-hmm. and that's uh, at JP Plunkett. Love it. Uh, many thanks. So a uh, couple thanks for that, JP, because that reminded me. So our um, our Instagram, which we've been very aggressive on recently, is it's uh, it's Legacy FG, and uh, uh, Twitter is at Joshua Ray Cohen. Pretty straightforward, and the website is Legacy Financial Group. dot nm. dot com. So. And my phone number, anybody can get a hold of me, 617-531-9606. Again, the email is joshua, J-O-S-H-U-A dot C-O-H-E-N at nm.com. Terrific. Thanks for listening all. Make sure to subscribe to this podcast on Apple Podcast. And this has been a production of pod617.com, the Boston Podcast Network. Go to the website if you want your own podcast or check out the entire lineup. And we will see you next week.